penalty. It's Rapino against Van Feenendaal. It's 1-0. The USA won. The Netherlands nil. Foul, the game's opening up. Rosa foul. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rosa foul might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. Hey everyone, welcome back to Settle the Score. I'm Allison. I'm Madeline. Sorry guys, we took a bit of a hiatus. Oh, we're so sorry. We uh, we actually haven't uh, put out, I think, a new podcast in almost a month. We had a couple weeks there. I went on vacation, which was a much-needed respite. Madeline had a vacation, which was a much-needed respite. And then work things, man. I got, a, I got a more of a job, so don't worry. <laughs> this won't keep happening, I'm sure. <laughs> That's not true. It's going to last forever. Yes, but, I, uh, you know, a, a, a normally timed writing job and Allison's less normal schedule conflicts hero work (laughs) yeah it it, the vigilante at night that's when I wear it that's what she's doing she's got a cape and a mask obviously a mask those schedules are not so compatible but we'll we'll figure it out yeah we're making it work slow and steady wins the race sometimes we take a week off uh that said because we haven't recorded in a while there's actually a lot to talk about there's a I mean there's been a lot of uh, amazing matches in the fall series there's some you know international news there's a little bit of home you know U.S. national team news there's a lot of stuff going on it's, it's exciting very exciting we missed so many games to talk about but we're gonna we're gonna kind of give you our recap thoughts today and we'll catch everybody up on what's been going on if you haven't been watching, which I, I hope you have. And there's still plenty of games left to watch too. Yes, there's still a, well, a full 10 days of matches left. So very exciting. Gosh, it's very strange to think that we're more than halfway through. Golly, wow. The fall series, I know. Wow. Yep. But thank goodness... There's U.S. Women's National Team news to tide us over once Yay! it's done. Bra, bra, bra. Liter- tide us over. Literally the day after the uh, fall series ends on October 17th, the women will be back in camp on the 18th in Denver, Colorado. And I am exceedingly pumped for this. It has been seven months since the women's national team has been together. Seven months. March 11th was the last time they were together. That's insane. I mean, what a homecoming for them, right? Well, again, you know, a lot of the players, of course, those that are overseas playing in Europe are not going to um, be there. But still, that's it's still going to be quite the homecoming, I imagine. I remember on the 11th watching that game and then the NBA got canceled. That's how long ago it was, which weirdly both seems like 10 years ago, but also yesterday. Yeah, this is I. Well, I hope there will be n- nothing ever again like this year but it has been such a unique trip 
uh, I don't know how else to describe it. It's about like five years and about, you know, a month. So I'm pumped for even just like a whiff of this national team news. And so who are the players that we aren't going to be seeing for sure? Alex is over at Tottenham. Yep. Tobin and Kristen um, are at Manchester. And Mewis and Rose are at City. So they definitely won't be there. But I think that Kristen and Tobin had some very exciting news. They did have some very exciting news. So uh, if you have are one of the ones that perhaps purchased uh, a Manchester jersey, a Manchester United jersey with uh, a press or a Heath on the back. You were not alone. They sold their jerseys, uh, sold more than any other men's star in the three days following their signing. And not together. Like the sale of their individual jerseys outsold any of the men's stars um, after their signing, which I think is just incredible. Uh, Heath is wearing number 77 um and press is wearing number 24 to honor um kobe bryant so uh if you picked up one of those now i'm like should i pick up one of those jerseys it's like it's a piece of history i feel like it is so cool to see them in a united jersey just for so long and i think that's partially why it's so exciting for some of these players to go play for these Premier League teams that are now getting all this attention because I just remember when I first got into soccer, uh, into club soccer, it was the Premier League because I thought, hey, I like this Women's National Team World Cup stuff. I want to watch more soccer. Oh, my only option is the Premier League. Kind of going to bars and seeing like Chelsea jerseys, MU jerseys. And now it's like, yes, yes, Kristen and Tobin are in these jerseys that have been so dominated by men. It's a very satisfying feeling. It is. I think I want one. I I don't really want to support Manchester United, but I want to support women at Manchester United. It's very confusing. I'm so sorry. You're so torn. Uh, Yeah. I. Oh, you have a thing for jerseys, Madeline. You might need one. Hey, and I haven't gotten my Sky Blue jersey yet. I'm still waiting for it. They're having shipping problems, uh, manufacturing problems because of COVID um, closing factories. So... I just, uh, I'm itching for a jersey. <laughs> Ooh, we better watch your browser history. I you really, are. like, in these tumultuous times, these past few weeks have been indulging in some maybe, like, not 100. I've been trying to keep my mental health healthy, but, like, I might be like, wow, that's the news. I'm going to have a glass of wine right now because yowzas. And somehow it's like, I hope that doesn't turn into, ooh, that news isn't great. I'm just going to buy another jersey right now because I need to feel better (laughs) immediately. It could get really expensive. It could get expensive, but jerseys are better for your liver. So, you know. Better for my liver, worse for my wallet. True. True, 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 true. Well, it depends on how expensive a bottle of wine you buy. Uh, I'm sure it's not, you know, a $100 bottle of wine. No, no. And I mean that shipping from the UK, I can't even imagine. Oh, no. I'm sure they have something I'm sure it's not too bad anymore okay okay I I would imagine I think my brother bought a I think it was a Manchester United onesie for his best friend who had a baby (laughs) which was super cute and it um it didn't it wasn't outrageous okay I don't think so it could be an option for you I myself have an eye uh my eye on an electric toothbrush so I'm working on that that feels really healthy that Wait, did you know, do you own an electric toothbrush? I do. 
Okay, I so I've never owned an, well, I had it when I was a kid. My parents got us like a kids version of one. But I since have only had manual toothbrushes and I did not know this, but apparently I'm living in the dark ages. Like the dentist called Beth and I out for living in the dark ages using manual toothbrushes. They said dark ages? No, well I can't remember. Okay, so the guy said it to Beth and he was like, "You guys are like like come into the century kind of thing. I can't remember what he said. Apparently he was really funny and jokey, but apparently we've been like neglecting our oral health by using manual toothbrushes. I thought it was just like a hoity toity thing, but it's not. Apparently it's really key for oral health. I always used a disposable toothbrush until I got married, at which point I was told I had to get an electric toothbrush because I was, (laughs) it was crazy. I didn't have one, but I, just thought that maybe I was like, I'll just go along with this, but that's no, weird. But I guess it's, it's true. The correct choice. For- and that's why we want you to buy Quip. <laughs> hey Quip, we're doing an ad for you, so please pay us money. Actually, I feel like it's you're supposed to do Oral B or Sonicare, but that's yeah, the dentist is not on board with Quip. I'll say that there goes our Quip money. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Um. Yeah, I think I'm leaning towards Oral B because I have a smaller mouth. But anyways, nobody needs to know. That. Okay, so I'm That's deciding between booze and jerseys, and you're deciding between oral hygiene and jerseys, so. Yeah, okay. Excellent. I think we know who's healthier here. But oh, man. healthy is what Tobin and Kristen's jersey sales have been, so <laughs> hooray for that. Uh, right. And then there are supposedly, Kate Markgraf put out all of these potential dates for things that are going to happen in 2021, like January 9th to 28th, domestic camp. February 8th to 25th, she believes cup window. That Which is huge to consider. was exciting for me. April 5th to 13th, domestic camp. June 6th to 16th, domestic camp. June 30th to July 4th, Olympics prep camp. July 21st to August 6th, Olympics. Olympics. I mean, we'll say. I want to say something, but I'm just going to sit here silently. No, say it. I want, like, I can't. There's nothing to say. I want to be hopeful, but the thought that it could get pushed again is, like, a very real thing that I would never have said months ago. I think if you asked me a month ago, I'd be like, there's no way the Olympics are happening next summer. But Oh, really? Yeah, I just, like, we've, I mean, the United States has biffed this so badly, and even other countries who have done it well seem to be, having a second struggling wave now yeah. yeah but i mean it's i the do question think of the there's vaccine. a way to I, I don't think the vaccine's really gonna help <laughs> well that's, that's um, terrible but i i think there's probably a way to do those olympics without spectators that would work i know yeah, it's a I lot mean, of athletes coming from all over the world but i think my, my more hope than the vaccine is that testing will improve and i think yeah, there'll well, be a way to do those olympics safely those rapid tests now are legit and they are available if your physician's office has one or if you pay $200 on the Upper West Side for one. I mean, honestly, upsetting. if that means I can have Thanksgiving with my parents, it's money well well spent. Well, there is a center on the Upper West Side right near though. my apartment. You can come and do it. It's too far. <laughs> we have them in Brooklyn. I would love to see you. That's like a eight mile, 16 mile round trip walk. Oh my goodness. We'll get you a bike. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm very scared of biking though. 
Uh, go on a weekend. Less traffic. Okay. But I don't know if those Olympics are happening. But I think I think now that I think they could happen. Just in sports an, in teams a have showed they have before. Yeah, sports teams have showed that it's doable. The NFL excluded. I bet it was anybody surprised with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean there are ways to do it. You can obviously. I mean these are athletes that have worked their whole lives for this moment. They will do whatever it takes. They will quarantine strictly for two weeks before going. They will figure out ways to fly them in, you know, fly all, fly the athletes to get the, the Olympic village will be a strict, like they'll, I think they can figure it out. Then what I going into this winter and again, I'm forever the optimist. I feel more hopeful because we have figured out a way to live. Exactly. You know, which we didn't have in March. We had no idea how to live. Now we know how to live. We know how to wear a mask. We know how to social distance. We know that we have to wait on a line to go into the grocery store. And we know that, hey, I can go to the Met now. I went to the Met last week and it was the most beautiful experience to go back and to, you know, get to enjoy that. So like we figured it out. There's temperature checks, there's questionnaires. Yeah. I don't don't know know. if the Olympics is going to be like every Olympics that's come before, but I think there will be an Olympics. Yeah. And I think we will be taking home the gold, baby. (laughs) Oh gosh. It's going to be such a win to actually have the Olympics. I think that that's just going to be icing on top. So, yeah. So these players that definitely aren't going to be going to this camp, uh, do we have any favorites from the NWSL fall series that we think might get a call-up? One of the players that I've enjoyed watching uh, is been Savannah McCaskill, who went over to Chicago. I think she's just gritty, and I just I just like her style of play a lot. Um, and I don't think she's – I don't know. I – I don't know. I just have really enjoyed watching her style of play. She's so. a hard worker and she scores goals. What more could you want? And it's interesting. I don't think she's really like a one for one substitute with the, any of the players who aren't going to be there. But I, I like oh, her no. work ethic and I would like to see her called up as well. Right. You have time right now to call up a bunch of people and just get eyes on them. And you've had a lot of data, which we keep saying, you know, between the um, the Challenge Cup and the Fall Series. So, you know, Vlatko should be able to you know, make some educated pulls. Do you think Savannah's teammate, Kelia, will go? Do you think she deserves to go? Yeah, I think she could go too. I mean, she's had a call up before, right? Yeah, she has. And then they kind of were like, no. No. I mean, I think she's playing a different game than she was though years ago. Agree. I think she's looking really sharp up top and she scored some goals. And I feel the same way about uh, Christy Mewis and... Um, you know, I think she's a blonde mean girl, but she's really, really worked hard and she looks like she's having a freaking great time scoring goals for the dash and she's kind of on fire. And so I think the two of them, even though they've been called up to the national team before, and then were kind of put to the side, both really deserve call-ups right now. Yep. I would agree with that. The other people on my list are Sophia Smith, who is obviously going to get the call up anyways. I think we'll see her. She scored like two minutes into her first uh, first game for Portland. And um, I also think Simone Charlie from Portland deserves a look. She's been looking really good. I, I don't know if that, that's just because she's been playing with Haran and Rocky Rodriguez and they make a great kind of center triangle for Portland, but I've been really impressed with her. Um, and then also Britt Eckerstrom. Yes. Because 
If someone Absolutely. hasn't been looking good at this tournament, to me it's Alyssa Nair. Uh, so I'd really yes. like to see some fresh goalkeeping blood in there. And then my last pick would be uh, Bethany Balser. I know Rain haven't been doing super, super well, but they've only played two games. And I think Balser just looks great. Yeah, uh, she's, absolutely. She's really good at finding the net. And also, I did a deep dive on her on Instagram. And wow, she is a weirdo. And I love it. Um, wait, Balser? Yeah. She's, <laughs> okay, I'm going like to dig into that. She's like a Christian moon child. Like, I don't know how to describe her. Okay. It's okay. like she's she's like a like a hippie Christian. She Love it. she loves to draw and she was like on Instagram like guys I'll just draw you tattoos. Like just tell me what tattoos you want and I'll draw you your tattoos. And I was like I don't think that like that's how people get tattoos. Okay, sure. Oh. Oh, it uh, I'm sure some people did that. But she's not even that famous of a soccer player. Okay, whatever. Like if LeBron Maybe she will James be. is like, let me draw your tattoo, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> not <sighs> anything you want. If Megan Rapino was like, let me this is better. If Megan Rapino was like, let me draw you your tattoo, but like a second year NWSL player, nah. But she also <laughs> sings on her Instagram. Well? Oh, that's the amazing oh. thing. She's just like, I love singing. Here's some videos of me singing. Like, what a loon. I really like Wait. her. <laughs> that's amazing. She seems like a real nut and in a great way. I love that. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you for that. That will be my evening. I'm into Bethany Balser. I like her yep. look, too. And she's she's cool. Okay. Oh, I love that. So yeah, so those could, those could be some great call-ups. She's also the one who who during the Challenge Cup was like, guys, my mental health is not great. And like everybody. Oh, yeah, yes. She's yes, awesome. yes, 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 yes. Oh, I do. Re- oh, yeah. She's a good egg. Okay, so she's singing again. Maybe so like she's doing a little better maybe now yeah. that she's out of the bubble. Yeah, good. I think she's like just, you know, be like making sure she has a creative outlet in addition to a sports outlet. That's really important. Yeah. Very important. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see some of those players. You should let us know on Twitter or Instagram or over email what players you would like to see called up for the first time or back again uh, in this upcoming women's national team camp. We would love to hear. Yeah. Do we know how many he's going to take? I think it could be quite a few. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I feel like it's going to be quite quite a large camp, I would imagine. I think it could be like 30, right? Like, it Yeah, could be I, big. I was literally thinking 30. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. That would be exciting. That'd be very exciting. I would love to see these players. And I just, I want to see Ashlyn and Allie on a winning team again. Mm, (laughs) Hey, speaking of those teams, why don't we talk about each of these teams and, and, and their performance so far in the fall series? There's too many games for us to talk about individually, but we're going to hit the highlights and we'll kind of go down the table. So right now, Portland Thorns have played three games, and they are at the tippy-tippy top. They are at the top. Uh, for me, having not watched all of their matches, the only thing I can say is they've got two stand – they've got, well, really three standouts on their team. Um, and you listed two of them that you thought should be called up for the first time, Simone Charlie and – well, we had talked about Sophia Smith already. Um, but then Lindsay Horan, she's having an, she's, she's MVP just of the tournament for me so far crushing. So, I mean, 
the Thorns have, this is a team that I was, t- I remember talking about in the Challenge Cup, and they really weren't clicking very well. They mm-hmm. have seemed to have really hit their stride here in the fall series, and it's been really, it has been um, fun to watch them play the brief times I've got to see them go, and I think, yeah, I think they're doing something right there. You know what the difference for me has been um, was Christine Sinclair. And mm. and I, mm-hmm. I, I honestly think Lindsay, part of it, though, is that Lindsay Horan has gone into beast mode. Like, I think she might have been a little rusty during the Challenge Cup, and she's just finally like, here, let's freaking play. Got and it. I think she also likes being uh, at home more uh, than mm-hmm. traveling. I think the bubble was so weird. But I think they had this forward that just wasn't doing anything in Christine Sinclair, and I was kind of just like, guys, time's You were so upset with her. Yeah, because she... Oh, I'm, I'm not saying she it was... She was in a slump. It was a yeah. full-on slump. But then, you know, their first game, 3 nothing. Sophia Smith scores. Charlie scores. Lindsey Horan... You know how a lot of times lately I feel like the goalkeepers are playing with the ball a lot? Horan pressures the goalkeeper. Boom. Scores off of that. Okay. Second nice. game, right? Portland against Rain. I... This was at 10 o'clock at night. I was so excited <laughs> for it. I got on my phone. I was watching it in bed like a bad girl. Looking at her phone in bed. Oh, wow. I never do that. You you know what? You inspired me. I now have my phone and charging stuff away from the bed. <gasps> good for you because of you I want you to know that and I set it up this week do you feel better I I do I literally plugged in my phone I also have a apple watch I put that on the charger and I walked away from it and went to my bed and I was like oh this is what Madeline's talking about it's nice I'm yeah. a fan anyways you were being bad and watching your phone in bed I was, and I was like I get a treat I get a phone in bed treat because Portland's playing. And <laughs> I was just getting so, so, so sleepy. And I was just like, I got to go to bed. I'm falling asleep. I turn it off. I look up the next morning, like 30 seconds after I turned it off. Sinclair just scores a hat trick. And then she scores again in their uh, tie against Utah uh, last weekend. And so Sinclair coming to life just... Maybe she needs Haran to feed off of, but man, they've been looking dominant. They're at the top of the table. I think they deserve to be at the if top of the table. All of those players that we just listed are clicking and on fire. Wow. Like, look out. That's yeah. that's that's yeah. a team to contend with, which they clearly were not in the Challenge Cup. So it's a it's a totally different Portland, and I think it's an exciting team to watch right now. They're playing um, And I'm 10th? happy for Sinclair. Yeah, me too. Which should not be, well... They have that rivalry, but still should not be a challenge there. Yeah. Rain rain on the 10th, I, I see them winning and taking the top of the table. So yeah. second on the table is Washington Spirit, and it's kind of weird. They've played all their games. Um, yeah. They went 2-1-1. One, one. They lost to Sky Blue. They beat Sky Blue. They beat Chicago. Beat and Chicago. they tied Chicago. Yeah. <sighs> These, for I don't know. I don't know what to say about the spirit. I'm actually surprised that they're at maybe again, because they played an extra match. It seems, well, no, not really, but I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about spirit. Do you have something to say about spirit? I just am like mad at them because I'm like officially, officially a sky blue fan now. And I really, really didn't like how we played in that one nothing lost to them and I thought we looked really great against them when when we uh won and dominated against them um in that first game on the fifth um 
but also like we had Mal in that game and we didn't the second game and I just thought we looked a little lost and confused but you know I think without Rose Lavelle they don't really have a lot going on I think maybe one thing we've learned is having national team players is a big deal actually and yeah uh, yeah, I, I just I haven't been like a super fan of their play over this tournament it's funny you know It is a big deal. And then you look at the dash and I mean, they have other national team players, but like they don't have a heavy women's national team, U.S. women's national team presence. And I think it's interesting the way they were able to come together. I think the spirit are just young. They have been young. They still are young. Um, I don't know. I, I expect dash Chicago and possibly even courage to finish above them, uh, in the, in the table. So, Yeah. The next team is is Dash. Is the Dash. Uh, they've uh, won two and have dropped one. To the Courage. To the Courage in a really that was a high scoring crazy. That game was yeah, awesome. That was an insane, insane match. That was 4-3. I watched it so long ago because I actually watched it actually on the day. And now I'm like struggling to remember all the um, minutiae. Back but and forth and back it and was, forth. One heck of a match. Dash truly, looked great. Truly. Dash looked great. Yeah. They turned it on. And I think it honestly feels to me like it was Rachel Daly, who's not there right now, and Christy Mewis, who is there in Shade Room, just being like, we can't take it anymore. We're going to win. <laughs> it's like they just decided they were going to win. They <laughs> Here's how it's going to go from now on. And uh, I do think yeah. their 3-1 win over Orlando might have had some mitigating factors in it, which we can get to again. But the fact that Dash turned around after losing four to three to North Carolina Courage and then won four one against them, wherein Mewis got a goal and then three assists. That's Bonkers. really that takes a lot of guts and Courage are a really great talented team and um kudos to Dash. Yeah, they have been really playing very, very well. It's it's unreal. This Like, that is a team that I had all but written off at the start of the Challenge Cup. Like, eh, they've not done anything in years. Like, oh, my gosh. They've really turned it around. I think on that alone, Christy Mewis deserves a call-up. She really, really does. I think I'll actually be upset if they don't call her up. It's not fair. She's done an amazing job. I think that's valid. Come on, I think that's valid. I'm not even a fan of that team. We've lost listeners to this podcast because I've been so mean to that team. That's true. That is true. Come on, Vlaco. You've (laughs) got to call up Christy Mewis. If we can't have Sam Mewis, we got to have Christy Mewis. Do you have to have a Mewis sister at all camps? I think that's that's someplace in a contract. So they better have younger cousins for like (laughs) 10 years from now, and then they can have babies. There you go. There's always got to be a Mewis on the national team. I love it. I think that's reasonable. I don't know who said it wasn't. Uh Okay, so that was the dash. Next up, uh, Chicago Red Stars. They are at fourth in the table right now. They're one, one, and one overall. I, for me, I like, like I said earlier, I like watching Savannah McCaskill. Apart from that, um, I don't have a, not a ton more. I mean, they beat Sky Blue, they tied Washington, and then they lost to the Spirit. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I I, I, think they're still struggling to rebuild. I think Kelly Watt and Savannah look good. I mean, they'll be fine. I keep forgetting Kelly Watt. Yes, Kelly Watt is doing well there. And the two of them together at the top do well. Yeah, it's nice. But it is nice. Um, 
Again, I'm just I will so always mad at Kalia. them for beating Sky Blue. <laughs> <laughs> so not anyone that beats Sky Blue. So like the entire Northeast, that little Northeast pod is on Madeline's hit list. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. You, like, you're passionate. I love that. Sky Blue played pretty well in their four to one loss to them. Um, but you know, Chicago just looked more confident. They found the net a bunch of times. They didn't make mistakes. Like you can tell that even though they're a team that's rebuilding without Sam Kerr, they still have won. Like they, they still have a winning mentality. So I see them continuing to be a top of the table team, even as they're finding their new voice. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't really feel any differently about them than I did at the end of the challenge cup. Yeah, I could agree with that. Now, North Carolina Courage also has the same record, 1-1-1. One, one, and one. They beat Dash, yeah. lost to Dash, and then they also... They tied Orlando. Tied Orlando. Orlando's first game back, period, from last yes. season. Yes, which was incredibly exciting for moi. I think... North Carolina, I wouldn't count them out yet. They still look good. They do. It's weird to see them in the middle of the table. But again, we've still got another match left. I think they've been um, having scoring problems. Um, yeah, yeah. And defensive problems, I guess, as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're in a bit of a funk. Crystal hasn't been playing uh, too Correct. much. She's at home with her chickens. I don't know if anybody on Instagram has been checking in on Crystal, but she has uh, procured chickens for her backyard. And that is mostly her Instagram content now, which is cool, I guess. For chickens, like for eggs? Yes. Excellent. She and her French husband have chickens. Ooh. And also there was a bit of a controversy when FIFA's top 11 for the video game thing came out and she wasn't on that team and she's just like, there was a big uproar in the Twitter community that I noticed. Because it's true. Like, why isn't Crystal Dunn one of the top players in that video game? She's surely one of the top players in the I just find her to be one of the most consistent. Phenomenal. She's so player. versatile. She's probably it's my favorite player. Crystal Dunn? Yeah, I think so. She's my dad's favorite player. For sure. Um, yeah, she just succeeds at everything she does, including raising chickens. So... Well, I'm not. <laughs> North Carolina's had, you know, kind of an inter- interesting tournament, but I'm also not too worried about them slipping too far down on the table in general. No. I mean, oh, no. I don't think they're going to slip down. I just think it's interesting for once to see them kind of in the middle of the pack versus, you know, near the top every every go. So, all right. Next up, Madeline. Sky blue. <sighs> One, two, and oh. We beat – we beat – the Washington Spirit in that first game. That was a really, really exciting game. We scored, then they scored, then it seemed like it was going to be a tie. It was such a bummer because I felt like we played so well. We stuck to our game plan. Freya Coombs' coaching was obviously working really well. And then Mal Pugh comes in. Midge Purse, by the way. Oh, Midge Purse should get a call-up. Sorry. I oh, forgot yes. to mention that, but Midge absolutely needs a call-up. I just thought that was a foregone conclusion in my head. So <laughs> Midge needs to get called up. She has been playing amazing. She was playing at offense. And I was kind of like, oh, I see why she was playing defense because they have not a great defensive lineup. Like Gina Lewandowski is like 39 years old, right? Um, which is bonkers. Um, Mandy Freeman... <sighs> 
doesn't look in great shape after her uh, ACL, I have to say. They just don't have a ton of, you know, Imani Dorsey's great. I thought Paige Monahan's been holding it down in the midfield really well. Cujo's been playing well again. And yeah, with Midge up top, it was like, oh, everything was going right in that Washington game. Then Mal comes in, combines with Midge. Midge scores the winning goal. I was on top of the world. Aww, I was on top, on top of, of the world. The- then they come out against Chicago. They play their backup goalkeeper, and she shits the bed. There goes our rating. But, like, I'm sorry for that woman. But it's like, when you have Kaylin Sherrod, like, we could have won that game against Chicago, yeah. I think, if we had Kaylin Sherrod in it. Did they comment on that? Was she injured? No, I think they're just, you know, I don't, I kind of feel like no team except for Houston is, like, really, really focused on winning right now. It's mm. more to, like, keep playing. That was kind of the, they wanted to give her minutes was sort of my Got it. feeling. But then they put Sheridan back in. So it was like, yeah, we, that, I just, I wish we could see a replay of that game in the alternate universe timeline where she started. I think it might have been yeah. different because we looked organized, but we're making some mistakes, like the young team that we were. And then Chicago just punished us over and over and over. Yeah, I was going to say, they, that's the thing about Chicago is they will capitalize on your mistakes because they I don't know they've they've been at it longer it seems they were a little bit more established yeah I'm sorry Madeline okay. that was a rough one it's okay I didn't that, even have my that jersey was to cry into and then <laughs> I actually thought the Washington game was uglier because I felt like we didn't play our game plan like we looked tired we also have the fewest players of any team in the tournament like we just don't I think there were only 17 players on the roster by then so oh, like wow. they, they can't even play 11 v 11 in in practice right like it's mm. rough I think Orlando was actually having a similar problem um yeah it just I thought they didn't look awesome it kind of bummed me out but also Mal Pugh didn't go in again Midge still looks right. good they were just making so many mistakes and I think they got in their heads so I'll I'll be excited to see them play Chicago again on Saturday but I don't I don't really have the highest hopes I'll be honest but I do have very high hopes for next season well, I mean, well, here we have we have our replay, hopefully with Sheridan and goal, and we can see how they how they handle that. Maybe it'll be a little bit better, and she can stop those where the defense falls apart a little bit. Um, a question I wanted to ask you about was Anamanu. That was a player that I thought was really exciting yeah. in the Challenge Cup. Um, that have you ever thought about her for call up? I don't know her well enough to say like. I don't I, think she, she might just be good here. Yeah, I don't think she has quite enough polish. Um, yeah, I don't think she's proven herself enough yet. Um, she obviously has a knack for scoring goals. Her goal against Washington was awesome. She also scored a great goal, um, in that Red Stars game. Like, Anumani, I've been super impressed with, but I just think she needs a little more time to cook. How old is she? Uh, She's 26. I just looked that up, actually. I, I, I think her ship may have sailed a bit, um, but I do really, really like her. That's so hard. I think I think there's just too many good goal scorers, you know. Yeah, that, that have more, I, more technical ability. I feel like I would agree with that. We and you know, looking at the women's national team and thinking about where we're stocked and where we're not, we need strong defensive players. We need them. And I was actually like, if a lot of the players I just mentioned that I thought should get called up are forwards and midfielder, like I haven't been that impressed by much defensive talent in this tournament at all. Yeah, apart from goalkeeping, but yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, if some players could come up and really shine 
in the back line, they nearly have their name stamped for the women's national. Like they, they're, we, there's just a huge lack of defensive talent, like you said. Because even Abby, Abby Dahlkemper in this tournament, I don't think has had like that great of a tournament. Yeah, Chicago's but I gotta say, lot, I, I, Courage have let a lot of goals in. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We'll see. We'll see. So Sky Blue, send me my jersey, please. I love you. <laughs> oh boy. Um, number seven beneath Sky Blue is Utah. Utah Royals. They've gone 0-1-2. They've been mostly remarkable for what's been happening off the field. Their coach was fully fired right before the first match for lewd behavior. I have a lot of questions about what is going on in Utah. Yeah, because this isn't the owner of all those teams. This is the coach also. Right. Two different folks. Yes. But, I mean, when you have a – like a oh gosh when that's the environment in a you know you hire like people sometimes I I I don't know it could just be environment from the top down that needed to be removed so I think that's such a good point and I think that's such a good reason for organizations to hold themselves to high standards when it comes to culture yeah oh absolutely of course I think, I don't know, that'll be interesting. Um, well, Amy Lapelbit is filling in, and I have high hopes that they... You want her to stay? Yes, they will hire her full-time. Okay. That's what That's I want a, to have. She would only be, like, the third female coach in the I was going to... Which is, again, bonkers. Like, <laughs> why are all the women coaches? We have so I actually, <laughs> I know that you're not... Um, I feel like when I mention this name, I have to do it, like, quietly. Um, Jill Ellis. Um, has <laughs> um, Jill Ellis and U.S. Soccer have actually announced a coaching mentorship program to pull more women into that um, into that field and into that space. So I think that's phenomenal, and I think we desperately need that. I mean, I I think it, it I think it does matter. It well, it, it certainly matters because it matters for the role, but I think it matters too to have a female coach sometimes for female athletes. Like I, I think there's just a, a different understanding. I don't know. I, I, am I'm, I'm excited about that program for her. I'm excited about more women's coaches in the NWSL and at the, at the national leagues. You know, obviously we had Jill, so maybe we were, we kind of took it for granted, but it's not the norm in many, many places. And we had Pia as well. And, you know, I yeah. like to see, uh, women coaches in the MLS and in, then in the premier league, like WNBA, that should just, <laughs> be happening it doesn't matter yeah I think yes I see sorry yes you should we should have women's coaches at the head of men's leagues as well um I think we need to do more in the women's leagues to start it seems but I think that's where you have to build build that ground support for it um because so many phenomenal women's teams are coached by men and I don't know I mean perhaps they're the absolute best for the job, but that's why I think like what Jill is doing and building that mentorship program and building up those future coaches is so important because if you are, you know, just as good, there's nothing they can say. So yeah, it's amazing. Yay for that. Yay. Uh, Oh, then we get to the pride. Second from the bottom. So how you been feeling? So I tell you after the courage match, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, and that was dashed. I was happy for <laughs> Orlando. 
I thought Orlando played great for having not played for almost a full year. I did year. too. No, I was pumped. I really was pumped. It was great to see Ash and Allie, but it was also great to see Sid because it had been even longer for yes. her because of her pregnancy. It was very it exciting. Was, it was such a great game. Um, it was such a treat to see those gals take the field. I like. I was just like so nostalgic. I mean... The courage outplayed the pride, like especially on paper. Um, I mean, just like if you look at their shots, eighteen to six. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I gotta say, like, I don't know. It, I I was really, I was happy and really pleased with that outcome. Um, the draw. There was one that nearly got through Ash. Well, it did. It got through Ashlyn's hands, and it was nearly in the back of the net. Um, it was a great save by defense, but anywho, um, yeah, I was excited at the end of that match. And then, then we get to the dash and hmm. oof, it was like target practice. That's what it felt like against Ashlyn. It was just constant at relentless. Um, she had some amazing saves. Though. She had incredible saves. She's been like saved. She was definitely saving the week. I think that week, mm-hmm. but, um, she had, it was incredible. I think any it just it makes me mad when anybody doubts her goalkeeping abilities. And yes, she comes off her line more than most, but she comes off her line and she makes the save more than most. So I just don't like that argument. She's making the save. Okay. I think she's performed much better than Alyssa has. Much, much, much better. And I, oh, I can't with Alyssa sometimes, but yeah, no, I think that match, I mean, just huge, huge defensive breakdowns. Um, and I don't understand I mean, I guess I don't fully understand why. Why the defensive breakdowns? I is it communication? Is it skill? Is it you haven't you didn't have the challenge cup to play together? Because that is something reasonable to consider that you know the Pride has played many less matches than the rest of the NWSL um, teams. Yeah, I just I don't know what it was. Be a little rust- they have like seven fewer games. I know. I just want. I expect more from them. Well, a lot happened off the field at that game, too, though, uh, because one of the Houston players tested positive for COVID. So um, Sid and uh, Kristen Edmonds didn't fly to Texas for that game. Houston allowed 3,000 fans into the stadium. And then afterwards, Ashland threw some, like, very well-deserved shade about Houston players going out after, like, Orlando had already learned that lesson and – why did they screw that up and how it wasn't safe for Sid because she has a family and everyone respected that decision. Yeah, I just, I thought that all sounded like really messy and 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 I thought Ashlyn was really frank about how traumatic it was for the team and some of the players to miss the the Challenge Cup. Um, so I think there was a lot mentally going on that game too. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. I'm, yeah. It's really hard... Beth and I talk a lot about the mental gymnastics that you have to do with COVID. And I feel like when you're a professional athlete, it's, it's probably even more challenging than just for, you know, everyday folk, but like, yeah, Orlando learned that lesson. I mean, and they learned it. I mean, it was a huge penalty they got really for, for having to learn that lesson, you know, the, the real hard way. So yeah, I think that's fair. If um, I was def- an athlete and I had a team that I was beholden to, I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. 
I mean, not when you're in the middle of your season. No. You know, it's like, and you're not, it's not like it's, I mean, it's, it's almost, I guess it's about a two month. This is about a two month go and, and the challenge cup was about a month, but like, yeah, just don't do stupid stuff now. I would be like the Michael Jordan of not getting COVID. (laughs) Uh, I, I believe you, I believe you would be. Well, I'm sorry. That's true. That game didn't live up to your standards. That game was so sad for me. Um, But you're right. There was a lot of other stuff going on. You know what? I didn't quite consider that. I just was mad about that stuff. And like because Sid wasn't there, that I didn't think about how that would be affecting them. I was just mad about that and then mad about the game. But the good news Um, is they still have two games left. They do. They do have two full matches, which I think, yeah, not... I think not that many players, not that many players, not that many teams have two matches left. So that's exciting. Only them and rain. And they are at the bottom of the table, the two of them. So it's not really indicative. Super. Yeah. Um, Um, Orlando will play dash on Friday. So I would just love to see a comeback there. Yes. I mean, they should have Sid and they should, are they playing? That one will be at home, right? Then. Yes. I think. Yep. So that'll be good. That'll be exciting. Um, yeah, I am excited to see that match. Fingers, fingers crossed. And then they'll obviously play the, um, the courage again. And that'll be a good rematch too. Yeah, it will be. I, I almost feel like that was like the Cinderella match the fact that we tied them, but we'll see. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, all right. So that brings us to the rain there at the bottom of the table, as you said. Um, although I think the rain is probably going to stay at the bottom of the table. I'd have to say, I agree though. I did think that, um, Balser's goal, <laughs> uh, Balser's goals have been, uh, uh, pretty good. I think that's maybe the nicest thing I can say in that Portland game. She got a, she got a good, a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's how pumped we are about I'm trying. It's just, yeah, I, um, I don't, I can't say I have a lot to say about the rain. Yeah, I think I would not be surprised. Although they did go 2-2 to Utah, but I I would not be surprised despite the fact that they have two more games play uh, that they would remain at the bottom of the table. But we shall see. Perhaps I will eat my words in two weeks. You are used to it. So (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. It's true. I I take that uh, in stride. Oh, man. That's pretty much Uh, what's been going on. It's been a very, very exciting time for women's soccer. And please tune in this weekend, Friday, Orlando versus Dash. Saturday is going to be a great day. Sky Blue, Chicago, Rain, Portland. And then on Saturday the 17th, we have two more games, Orlando, North Carolina, and Rain, Utah Royals. So lots more fun soccer coming up. Yep. Catch it either on Twitch or CBS. Um, I'll access the ratings for a lot of the matches that have been on CBS have been incredibly high, which has been super exciting. So um, good job, everyone. In. Yeah, keep tuning into these matches, even if you're not going to be there. Just turn it on and yeah. you know leave the house, set a timer if you're worried about the electricity waste. If you've got an just... iPad and another iPad, put it on both iPads. <laughs> Who has two iPads? I, I actually don't know if that works because maybe I don't know. Maybe your iPad and your dad's iPad or something. I don't know. Um, okay sure sure i don't know if that works because maybe that it wouldn't count it as two viewers if it was from the same um what are those things called ip address mm, okay so call your friend yeah 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 that's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. soccer fan tell them to turn it on 
They'll watch it. They'll become a soccer fan. And then, boom, we have another soccer fan. You tricked them. You've, you've, <laughs> exactly. Oh, all right. Yeah, tune into those matches. It's going to be a great. Well, the fall series will wrap up on the 17th. And then, guys, don't despair because the U.S. Women's National Team camp starts the 18th. I wish we had more to say about all of the European games, but I simply, you know, if someone would pay us to to track those, I would love to do that. But I simply just don't have the time. <laughs> no, I can't say I do. I see like some some clips and the best highlights and that's that's about it but it looks like it's fun tune into those as well and then the only other bit of news is this is not a men's corner we're gonna do a women's other sports corner yes uh sue bird and the seattle storm have won the wmba championship uh congratulations relevant because she is megan rapino's partner and it is her fourth fourth WNBA championship. Now she has as many WNBA championships as she has Olympic gold medals. Can we just take a moment to like consider that? That's bonkers. Dang. I why have I said bonkers so much today? It's I apologize. Com. <laughs> uh I mean, I was just saying like arguably like is she like is she the top female athlete, you know, take sports out of it? Like the most dominant female athlete? She's I, not I mean, the most famous, certainly. Serena might Ooh. be the queen of that title. Okay. But she's she's got to be up She's there. top five. She's, she's top five. top five. I mean, maybe top three. Uh, but yeah, she just has had an incredible, incredible career. And um, she's 39, 39 and crushing it. She doesn't show it. She's got relationship goals. She's got career goals. Like, she's got squad goals. She's got everything. I mean, and, like, they're working in so many other... I mean, they've... Both her and Megan have their hands in so much other, you know, activism and all sorts of other stuff. It's just, like, when do you guys sleep? Yeah, I aspire to be half the activist she does. I volunteer for, like, two places, and that's it. And they do so much stuff. They're amazing. Really incredible. So. Incredible. Congrats so to the congratulations. Storm. Yay. Yep. Congrats. Congrats. Oh. I think, I mean, we got a little off topic one or two times. We talked about but toothbrushes. I think, yeah, a little bit. And biking. Yep. Yeah. Walking. Yeah, yeah. To the Upper West Side for rapid tests. I mean, overall, not too bad. A lot of soccer not too in bad. There. A lot of soccer <laughs> in there. It's our first one back in a month. So, you know. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you would like to reach out, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at settlethescorepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at scorepod. And it would be so amazing. So many of you have done this already, and it's awesome. Thank you so much. But if you could go on to Apple Podcasts and rate us and review us, leave us a nice review, that would be amazing. It's the best way to help other women's soccer fans find us. Awesome. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.